tell me if this sounds like you. Ditching the rat race for financial freedom is your rally cry. Shaking off the hustle and grind mentality for time freedom makes you want to do a little dance. Creating a life where your money makes more money for you, now that's your jam. Why figure all of this out? More time with loved ones and the ability to make a meaningful difference in your world. Now that's what drives you. My name is Jenny Townsend. Now, let's up level. What's up, Podcast Nation? Happy New Year! Welcome to 2021. We made it, guys. We made it. Ah, My name is Jenny Townsend, and I am so glad that you are listening to this podcast. So, welcome to a clean slate. Welcome to the next calendar year of all of our lives. Welcome to the year past 2020. And I don't know if... You know, some of you listening, I'm sure 2020 was actually a great year, and I'm sure others listening, it was, you are so thankful that it's done. One of my, a dear family member, she owns a coffee shop in Texas and had featured a good riddance latte toward the end of the year. And one of her baristas said, um, it should taste like, oh gosh, what was it? It was the funniest thing. It was like it should taste like disdain. It should taste <laughs> painful. <laughs> it should be hard to drink. <laughs> but <clears throat> so regardless of what your 2020 experience was, 2021 is yours for the taking, you know? And then also later this month, if you're, you're in the United States, there's going to be a rather large transition of power. We're going to have a new president. And I want why I, the only reason I mention this is whether or not you are excited or whether you're bummed, whether the person you voted for won or the person you voted for lost, we still have the ability to move towards financial freedom, right? Whoever is in office, the highest land, office in the land, will not actually bring you financial freedom. That, thankfully, actually is on you. And I am here to help however I can. And right now, I'm focusing, or like I'm talking about short-term rentals, about vacation rentals to that end. Because I still think, regardless of this pandemic that kind of, you know shook the world in 2020 and obviously is still having ramifications despite a pandemic it has been a shockingly incredible year for vacation rental owners albeit those that have vacation rentals outside of dense cities but it has been a banner year, and there is still room for so many more people to enter the market. In fact, did you know that Airbnb was offering a bonus to their hosts if they made it available for Thanksgiving? So there was actually a shortage of supply compared to the demand for over Thanksgiving. Isn't that incredible? A bonus. A bonus. Now, it wasn't enormous, but I feel like the bonus is very symbolic of there is still so much demand. Okay, so let's actually get into why I think 2021 is the best year to invest, to actually get your vacation rental off the ground and to be online and accepting guests and accepting revenue. So 
I'm sure you may be wondering, and I am excited to to obviously hear more numbers as they're released, as more data is released, but to give you kind of a state of the union for Airbnb, now, and why I'm focusing on Airbnb is it, it kind of, it's the market leader for vacation rentals or short-term rentals. But the same thing applies to anything that's listed on VRBO, HomeAway, or any of the other kind of niche sites for for furnished rentals, for these vacation rentals. So that's what I mean. I'm not, yeah. Okay, so you know. All right. Now, it is good news, <laughs> frankly. So, and I will link to this report in the show notes, but here are the bigger takeaways in my mind about the the state of the union for vacation rentals and this is specifically for the united states um i believe you can access reports for the countries of the world on this link which i said will be in the show notes so have at it my dears okay as far as the number of active properties listed on airbnb before all of this kind of you know before covid really impacted our lives um and that according to this report on air dna um was mid-february and by the way if you can hear any background noises upstairs that is my husband being a super dad to our daughter <laughs> uh so i hope that's not distracting i hope you yeah. but okay back to the active properties listed on airbnb back in february there were about almost 1.4 properties listed and um as far as this report it's only up to the end of august but i think it is still very telling the number of active properties has actually gone down but it okay so it went down to 1.2 million at the end of august august 30th but i would imagine that represents a lot of um, like the dense downtown, you know, New York City, really densely, yeah, populated kind of areas um, that people aren't necessarily flocking to during this time. So while there was actually a decline in active properties, that's not really a bad thing. Again, like I just mentioned, Airbnb was giving a bonus to hosts who would offer their their place for Thanksgiving weekend and so because there's actually a decrease in supply and an increase in demand again that means there is room for you in the market okay so that's properties that's the supply side let's talk about the demand side over that same time period that same week in February at the beginning of February there were 487,000 new bookings made on the Airbnb platform by those who wish to travel, okay? And while that did plummet down to, and this is each week, it, like the report shows you how many um, new bookings were made on Airbnb that given week. So yeah, mid-April, it, it went down, it actually cut in half to about 234,000. But think about it, that was when many states were fully shut down. There were still 234,000 new bookings in one week. So let's cut to the end of this report, which is the end of August, 
that week, the last week in August, there were 728,000 new bookings. So to recap, before things shut down for COVID, uh, on a weekly basis in February, that first week in February, there were 487,000 new bookings. And at the end of August, while we are all comfortably in it, right, was 728,000. So I'm doing a little bit of cowboy math, but I want to say that's that's a 50% increase from pre-pandemic times. So think about it. There's fewer supply, fewer, you know, fewer properties as supply, and then there are more people looking to book. So it is definitely the numbers, the objective numbers definitely support that this is the year of investing in a vacation rental. We just obviously need to be smart about where, right? And that's totally doable. That's totally doable. Oh, mm, again, sorry if you can hear the upstairs noise um, with my family. Okay, so that is, and there are so many other kind of nuggets on this report. I can't wait to share with you. And there are also listings of areas that are like exploding from an Airbnb perspective based on the number of rentals or like the number of bookings especially per rental and then the number like the revenue amount that hosts are making in these cities and they're smaller cities which again makes sense right there was one I want to say it was like the top listing as far as up and coming Airbnb hotspots and one of them was near where it was near where we used to live in um, in California as Castroville and I would have before all of this I mean not that it's uh, whatever it's it's just not a place that I would have thought would have been the most one of the most lucrative places in the country for an Airbnb and really what what this says to me and as I was digging in more to this report to prove you know looking for what I wanted to share with you for the State of the Union it appears and this totally makes sense that people aren't necessarily flocking to fly to cities they're flocking to drive to cities and towns and villages and all of that. So it is totally possible to have, continue to have a banner year um, with an Airbnb, with a vacation rental. So it is, you have not missed the wave, um, but the numbers are showing that it is a great time to jump in the water. So, okay. Now... So that was the state of the union for Airbnb. And then also, as I was thinking about, I'm like, okay, you know, I want to give three great points. Um, the second one that I just felt very firmly about sharing is it is time to diversify your income sources, right? I feel like that is perhaps a lesson we've all learned this year, or it's been something that's been reiterated, like, wow, I'm thankful I did, right? So I think even in incredible times, but especially in down times, it is wonderful to have income coming in from sources that aren't all tied to each other, right? So having a, a W-2 job or having, you know, owning your own side hustle where you're like a 1099 or 
having some kind of real estate income, I think is wildly smart. And so I'm happy to dig in more, but I feel like that's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I feel like I feel compelled to do what I can to help people to add an additional revenue stream, to diversify the sources of income coming into their household. That matters to me. It really genuinely matters to me. Okay. Now, the third one that I thought, you know, as I was obviously digging through and thinking about you all and like, what would be so helpful? What would be the most helpful? And you know what? The third one just really landed nicely for me because I feel like it is, it's never been easier to make informed decisions about this. You know, back in 08, 09, 010, or <laughs> 010, pardon me, 2010, somewhere around that, when Airbnb was just getting off the ground, just getting initial whatever investors and was pro- like prominently just still West Coast, California, maybe even still the San Francisco Bay. Anyway, I feel like, okay, it first of all, kind of, it created its own industry, right? Um, a furnished, furnished, um, rental that's not a hotel. Um, and I think when any new industry emerges, it's kind of like the wild, wild west, right? There's, we don't quite know where the edges are. We don't, I mean, there's no, nothing to tell us what will work long term, but I mean, Airbnb is like 12 years old now. And even though the, the bed and breakfast, industry has been around a long time, a long time. And other sites like VRBO, HomeAway, all of that have also been around for a long time. I feel like Airbnb really solidified it in a popular culture. So again, I feel like in the early, you know, about a decade ago, it was still the wild, wild west. But since then, this industry has matured. But it is not plateaued. It has matured. There are resources. There are ways to see how profitable can this be. There are ways to predict a percentage of booking. So like um, if you need to know like how many nights do I need to have booked each month to cover my expenses and have take home. Not just cover your expenses, but you want take home, right? This is about being a profitable vacation rental, um, there are tools for that. (laughs) There are really simple and there are also free tools for that. So it has never been easier to make informed decisions. The resources are out there. The structures are out there. The proven models are out there that have stood the test of time. So if you think about it, when Airbnb was brand new, it was during the Great Recession, And I think that's actually why it took off because, again, people wanted help making their rent payment or making help, you know, like making their mortgage payment. And then cut to boom times, people are traveling and vacationing more. And then also cut to 2020 and now 2021. It is, it is a mature industry. It has seen huge swings in economics, in behavior, in current events, in all of that. And it stood the test of time. And that makes me so excited because as I mentioned in a previous episode, in fact, it might've been the previous, like the last episode is I like to 
invest in things that are like toilet paper. <laughs> and I know, yeah, um, toilet paper has also had uh, had its moment in the sun uh, in 2020. But I just mean, regardless of the economy, people will buy. You know, that's it might not be super sexy, but it has stood the test of time. It is what people consider to be pretty dang important to their their quality of life. So again, it has never, as the third point, it has never been easier to make informed decisions and to be able to carve out your own, I'm air quoting, toilet paper kind of a niche in a vacation rental world. So regardless of the economy, it is still desirable. It may be desirable for for different people or for different reasons, but you're still you still have a desirable place. And ah, that is what I love. That is what I relish. And so actually, if you're interested in learning more about bringing your Airbnb online and making sure that it can stand the test of time, I am so excited to say that I've been working on a resource for you all. And I've been thinking about like, what are the things I wish I would have known? It would have saved me time. It would have saved me money. We would have been even more profitable. It would have been easier, you know, less time needed. All of that. And all of the systems. So the checklists, the how-tos, the resources, the things so you do not have to reinvent the wheel. Because again, it has never been easier to make informed decisions about this industry, about diversifying your income to this specific type of income. And so I am so excited to announce my upcoming course. It is the Six Figure Vacation Rental Roadmap. How to find, furnish, and fill your profitable short-term rental. Oh my gosh. So if you are looking for that evergreen, if you are looking for that thing to not only increase your net worth, but to increase your monthly cash flow, to increase your options, to add a new income stream to your income portfolio, this is for you. So there is a wait list up right now. And if you'll go over to JinnyTownsend.com slash rental, you can put your name on the uh, the wait list right now. And I will let you know as soon as this program is released. But I want you to know I am pouring my heart and soul into this. So it's like everything I can think of. And then I've been asking other hosts, like, what has made the biggest difference for you? Where, you know... What would you have loved to have known when you were first starting out? And then I'm making sure to include those things as well. So again, welcome to 2021. I'm so excited for the new year. I'm so excited for you as you pursue your uh, the addition of a vacation rental into your income portfolio. So until next time, and I can't wait for next time, continue to be up and to the right.